0: Today, Hert Wilders' plans to become Prime Minister of the Netherlands falters, another explosion is reported in Pakistan, and Nikki Haley loses to no one. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday, the 7th of February, 2024. In an interesting twist, Dutch politician Hert Wilders might not become Prime Minister of the Netherlands after all, after a key coalition partner pulled out of the negotiations. The new social contract, the NSC party, led by Piet Omsgit, quit the talks on Tuesday night due to disagreements over how to tackle the state of the government's finances. The centre-right NSC said it would remain in constructive talks with Wilders' far-right, Party for Freedom, but would not join it in government. The NSC said it was shocked by new information about budget shortfalls, which analysts say would worsen under Wilders' lavish spending plans. The NSC also said it wouldn't want to keep making promises to Dutch people that it knew it couldn't keep. In response, Wilders called the NSC's decision unbelievably disappointing and accused Omsgut of throwing in the towel while discussions were ongoing. Elections in the Netherlands often lead to months of talks before a coalition government is agreed, and Wilders was relying on Omsgit's support to secure a right-wing majority government with four parties, including his own. So there now appear to be three possibilities. The initial plan of a right-wing government led by Wilders, a government with a Labour-Green alliance or another election. The collapse of coalition talks has left Dutch politics at a stalemate, and it's uncertain what the solution will be. This week on Wednesday, Labour's Ronald Plastic, the former education minister chairing the coalition talks, will meet the leaders of the four parties, including omstik Alternatively, the outgoing Prime Minister, Mark Rutt's Conservative Party, and the populist farmer-citizens movement are other prospective allies. Wilders is a controversial figure in the Netherlands and abroad for his anti-Islam and climate sceptic policies, but he shocked Europe by winning the highest vote share, 26%, in the November election. He's also caused a storm by suggesting plans for an exit, or a Dutch exit, from the EU. If Wilders were to successfully take power in the Netherlands, he would become the first far-right leader in an EU country in recent times. Italian Prime Minister Giorgio Maloney's government has a junior partner in the far-right Lega Party, but mainstream parties in France and Germany notably have distanced themselves from the far-right. Wilders has also threatened to call a snap election to hurry things along, with Paul suggesting his PVV party would win a bigger victory now than it did in November. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the Daily Briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. On the eve of Pakistan's elections, 24 people have been left dead following two bomb explosions near two electoral candidates' offices. Today, the two blasts, one in Pichin district and another in the Kila Saifullah district, have killed over two dozen and injured many more. The first attack in Pichin took place near an independent election candidate, and the second exploded in Kila Saifullah near the office of Jamnat Ulema Islam, a religious party that has been previously targeted by militants. As Pakistan's elections draw closer and closer, militant attacks have been on the rise as political tensions have erupted. Today's attacks come during the calm before the storm, as parties wrapped up their campaigning in the quiet period, mandated by electoral rules the day before the elections. Currently, no group has claimed responsibility for the attacks. The military denies interfering in the elections, but this has been widely disputed. Then there are several groups who could also be responsible, such as the Pakistani Taliban, and separate groups from Bolachistan, who have carried out attacks in recent months. Tomorrow, Pakistan goes to the polls. Former Premier Imran Khan, currently in jail, has called on his supporters to peacefully gather at polling booths tomorrow. However, a peaceful gathering of Khan supporters could potentially turn violent if military forces decide to push back. The military, seen as the main power broker in Pakistan, has been leading a crackdown on Khan and his party. Nikki Haley suffered an embarrassing defeat yesterday in the state of Nevada, where she became the first presidential candidate from either major party to lose a race to none of these candidates since 1975. Now, it's worth pointing out that the Nevada primary doesn't award any delegates, which are used to determine who ends up being the presidential candidate for the party. So, in essence, the primary was technically meaningless. Now, this is actually the first time that Nevada is holding primaries, With the state opting to introduce them following the 2020 elections however the republican party in the state didn't support this and called them an all-new very expensive and meaningless process so they decided to run their own caucuses which are not paid for or run by the state all of nevada's delegates which go towards determining who the party's presidential candidate is are allocated via this caucus republican candidates can only participate in one of either the state-run primary, which allocates no delegates, or the party-run caucus. Haley opted to run in the primary, whereas Trump opted to run in the caucus. About this decision, Haley said, We didn't bother to play a game rigged for Trump, with full steam ahead in South Carolina and beyond. At the time of writing, with 86% of votes counted, Nikki Haley has only 30.8% of the vote, and none of these candidates has 62.9% of the votes. The caucus is set to take place tomorrow. Moving to Africa now, where it has been reported that the leaders of Niger, Mali and Burkina Faso have been warned by the IMF that if they withdraw from ECOWAS, then they themselves will be the biggest losers. The military leaders of these three countries indicated that last month that they were considering leaving the bloc. ECOWAS is a political and economic union of 15 countries in West Africa, which have a combined population of over 424 million people. Notably, ECOWAS also works as a peacekeeping force in the region, and has pushed Niger, Mali, and Burkina Faso to return to civilian rule. Speaking about the possibility of them leaving, the IMF Africa Department Director Abebe Selassie said negative effects will mainly be felt through the three countries should they exit ECOWAS. Leaving the bloc would see a lot more trade friction. He added, these countries are already landlocked, already facing quite a bit of transaction costs in terms of their trade with the rest of the world, and that they now risk facing even higher transaction costs, which would be detrimental to these countries. We will keep you updated on this story as it develops. And finally, in some more uplifting news, women in Turkey can use their own surnames after they marry now. Last week, a Turkish constitutional court overturned Article 187, which requires women to adopt their husband's surname upon marriage. Citing the European Court of Human Rights, a request was made to remove the article 23 years ago by Istanbul's 8th family court. Now it has finally become a reality. Turkey has one of the highest femicide rates in the world. And since Turkey withdrew from the Istanbul Convention, a treaty that seeks to prevent violence against women in 2020, women's rights have been put in even more serious jeopardy. This ruling is small, but it's a positive step forward. Geopolitics and national security issues definitely seem to be getting more difficult right now, as we regularly cover in our videos. But when it comes to your personal security, that's never been easier, thanks to our sponsor, NordVPN. That's because NordVPN offers you one-click protection, with their threat protection service shielding you from malware, trackers, and ads, especially when you're on dodgy public Wi-Fi networks. Not only that, their dark web monitoring service actively notifies you if someone leaks your credentials, helping you stay one step ahead. All of this protection doesn't have to come at the expense of great connection, though, with NordVPN offering the very fastest service for any VPN, allowing you to connect almost instantly anywhere in the world. Throw in their 24-7 customer service, dedicated apps on all major platforms, one account protecting six devices, and 30-day money-back guarantee, it's hard to come up with reasons not to sign up. Plus, if you sign up for a two-year plan using our link, you'll not only get a massive discount, but you'll also get four extra months totally free. So if you're trying to improve our journalism by signing up for Nord, make sure you click our link and you get their great service at a discount.